Hey class, Prof JC here, and this is our final video for this class, our final podcast. I've really enjoyed interacting with you this way. I hope these have been value add for you as well. This week we're in chapter nine, and I can't think of a better way to kind of end our time together, this, this communication class, than by talking about, you know, kind of what gets to the heart of what makes people follow you, what makes people listen to you, what makes people want to be in the same room with you. These things right here that we're going to talk about, again, I think this is the best way to end up our our our, our podcast is just to talk about this. And so here's what we're calling this this week. What people need to know, see, and feel in order to follow you. What people need to know, see, and feel in order to follow you. And I'm just going to dive in, okay? Here's what John Maxwell has to say on page 201. It says, for years, I've studied leaders and speakers who inspire and connect with people. When someone begins to communicate with others, the first thing people do is start asking questions at a subconscious level. Every time you get up in front of a room of people, this is what's happening. People are thinking these things right here. Okay. <clears throat> and, and they start asking these questions of themselves, you know, and the biggest thing is what's in it for them. It, uh, this is one of the key concepts that when I do trainings for companies, it's one of the key concepts that we talk about is with them and with it. Okay. With them stands for what's in it for me, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me. Uh, that's how everyone 100% of the time is thinking. That's how it always works. And you can be mad at that. You can argue with that, whatever it is, but that's just how people think. So from a leadership perspective, we have to be thinking with it. W-I-I-F-T, what's in it for them, okay? That's, you know, anytime I do, I do trainings, that's like one of the most important concepts I, I tell people. If you get this concept right here, it changes everything, okay? Just understand that everybody at every minute of every day is thinking that question, what's in this for me, okay? And uh, once you can grasp that and you understand that, um, Everything else becomes easier and you understand that my whole journey now is to uh, is to add value to other people because that's what people care about. They care about themselves. It's just how it is. OK, so uh, this is what people are thinking right now. OK, or anytime you're speaking in front of them, anytime you're leading them, especially if you're the new person at a subconscious level. They're thinking, what's in it for me? And here are the questions they're thinking. So so uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is what people need to know. OK, and here's what they need to know. First of all. They need to know that you understand them and you are focused on them. If there's anything that you take from this class, you know, in all of our podcast videos, I hope you take this away is that your communication, your leadership is never about you. It's always about them. Always, always and only about them. And when you understand that, when you get that down, everything begins to change for you. We understand it is 100% about them. It's not about you. It's about them. And people need to know that they want to see, are you focused on their growth, their development? That's why I tell people all the time, one of the highest calls is leadership. Don't, don't, don't jump into leadership because you want the promotion, because you want the extra money. Because Jump into leadership because you care about people and you want to see the organization move forward through the avenue of people. Uh, number two is this. People need to know that you have a high expectation of them. Believe it or not, people want... Uh, a high expectation. People want have to have something to aim for. I remember when I first started teaching, um, it was more about it was it was more about me. I was an adjunct. It was more about trying to be liked. 
And so I would do things to be liked and I would cancel assignments and cancel exams and all this stuff because I just wanted the students to like me. And I'm sure at some level, every professor struggles with that a little bit, right? And I'm sure that I do as well. But then I begin finding, I remember there was one class where I taught where I took away something. I remember I took away like the final assignment, the final, they were, because it was really a good class. They were a really good group of people. And so I thought, you guys are so good. I'm going to take away your final, your final project. And it was like a major project, but I said, I'm just going to give you all A's because you guys are great. Well, what happened, right? The last four weeks of class, everything went downhill. Right. Everything in the class started falling off. You know, I couldn't keep, um, you know, couldn't keep the class engaged. Everyone started missing classes because they what they all knew they're getting a big A on that, that final exam. So I realized I, I can never do that again. And that helped me understand this right here. People want some kind of expectation. People want to have a goal to work towards. Right. Those of you who parent, you know, those of you who are parents know this, that your, your kids don't want to do hard things. But after they do something that's difficult, how do they feel about themselves? They feel three inches taller. Their confidence has grown. They feel better about themselves. It's the same the way with the people we lead. They want you to have high expectations of them. They want you to set a goal and make sure they reach it. Okay. And how they're going to feel. They may hate you along the way, but who cares? That's not your job to be liked. Your job's to lead. Okay. Two different, two different uh, ball games there. Your job is not to be liked by the people that you lead. Your job is to lead them. That means you help them become better, reach their full and highest potential, and they may not like you along the way. So what? Okay. So that's what people need to know. Now let's look at what people need to see. Okay. Number one, people need to see your conviction. Okay. That means that people want to know what you believe. They want to know, are you just saying this? Or do you believe this? I remember at one uh, point uh, I was invited somewhere. I forget where it was. It, it was uh, it was an event. It was like a board meeting, and uh, so, someone had found out kind of what I do, like teaching and consulting that kind of stuff. And so they asked where at the dinner table with all these people, and they asked, you know, tell me why you do what you do. And I could see in their eye they were trying to see behind. Okay. Are you just doing all this because you just like to get up in front of people? You want to speak or whatever, you know, it's about you or why do you do this? Now, luckily I do leadership and I'm a professor of leader, associate professor of leadership. And I do leadership training in the marketplace because I'm so deeply passionate about it. And so that came across, but I can tell if I didn't have a good answer, right. If I had kind of joked my way through it or tried to act cool or whatever, you know, uh, that would have turned that person off real quick, right? Um, you know, the same thing, I've had friends who run for office. Uh, they run for political office. And one of the first questions that people ask them all the time is, why are you doing this? And the reason why people ask that is because if I'm going to donate money to you or time or give you an endorsement or whatever it is, I want to know that you're in this for the right reason and not so you can just make yourself bigger, not so you can get your name on you know, the front page of the newspaper or whatever it may be. Okay, but people want to know, are you doing it because you believe it or are you doing it because it's all about you? Number two, people need to see people need to see your credibility. Okay, that means they need to see, are you a person who can say these kind of things? Are you a person who is able to talk about these kind of things? Do you have the, um, you know, do you do you have the ability to do the job we've asked you to do? Do you have the education behind you? Do you have the training? Whatever that is. Are you a credible person? Can you get the job done? Okay. Um, and I'll tell you this, from my perspective, again, just, you know, getting out there and, and speaking. It's, again, I teach. My mouth is what pays my bills today, right? It used to be leadership, but then I believe so much in all of this. I wanted to get out there and talk about these principles. 
And I'll tell you this, you know, I have 30 seconds when I get in front of a new crowd that I've never met before. I've got 30 seconds before I lose them, sometimes even less than that. And so the in my first 10 seconds in front of a group, I've got to be credible. They've got to see that, right? If I'm stumbling over words or I'm trying to act too cool or I'm trying to just trying to be funny and get, trying to be a comedian, which I'm not at all. I'm not great at telling jokes at all. Uh, so if I'm trying to do that, then I lose credibility. You know, the most important thing I've learned for myself to do is get up in front of a room of people, take control immediately. Okay. This is my room and you're all sitting in it. Okay. And now I, I don't say that of course, but it's, it's my way. And here's what, here's what happens. People feel safe. I actually found this out years ago when I was waiting tables. I've always told people, uh, everyone should wait tables for one or two years. I think everyone should serve their country. This is just me. I think people should serve their country and people should wait tables. Those two things taught me more about life than I've ever, you know, that sense of duty. But then waiting tables, one of the toughest jobs. And, and those of you who've done this, you know this. But I found quickly, people didn't want me coming up and being all nice. They wanted me to take control of that table. And think about the best waiter or server you ever had. It's the person who comes up and they command your presence within just a few seconds. They, you know, uh, uh, they ask for your orders. There's a certain way, you know, they're not waiting for you to take charge as the customer. They they take charge of the table and they stay out of your way. They come only when it's necessary. They, you know, a, a, a good waiter, there's a real art to that. And when I figured that out, I remember my tips blew off the chart. When I came up and just took charge and people appreciated that. It's the same thing in anything in life. People want you to come up uh, because they want to feel safe and they want to know that you've got them. Whether you're waiting a table, is my order going to be correct? Uh, are you going to run this table? Especially if they've got a customer or a client with them or something like that. They want to know that this is taken care of. But the same thing when you're leading and speaking. People want to know you're credible because people want to feel safe. I've spent too much time on that. Number three uh, of the what people need to see, people need to see evidence of your character. Who are you? Right. Now that one takes a little bit of time, right? And so typically what I do if I'm if I've got a short window, like a four-hour training I'm doing with a group of people, I tell a lot of stories. And through those stories, hopefully they get to know kind of who I am as a as 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 a person, as a um, you know, as a as a citizen of the world, you know, whatever it might be. Um, I think that that's really important as a husband, as a father, you know, uh, those things. But but over time, when you're leading people, that's what they're going to be watching your character over the long period. And if you give them one crack, uh, they're not going to believe you, and you're going to lose credibility. Uh, and then we want to talk about what people need to feel. People need to feel your passion for the subject and for them. And I've already talked about that before. People really are, you know, are you, especially if you're teaching, if you're talking, do you really care about this thing? Or are you just saying it because it's you know, like you're trying to get a little money out of us or you're, you know, do you really, are you really passionate about this thing? Whatever it is, if it's a product or a service that you're offering, are you passionate about it? People want to know that, right? Are they following you? Are they following something who's somebody who's really passionate? Again, what, what they're really trying to ask is, is this about you or is this about us? And people are always thinking about themselves. Okay. Uh, and then people need to feel your confidence in yourself and in them. I've already talked about this. I, I don't need to talk more about that. People want to know, are you confident, right? Even if you, and I tell people this all the time, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. You get up there and you just act like it. And I promise you, you act like it enough and it's going to show up. But people need to feel your confidence in yourself and in them. 
And finally, we read here, people need to feel your gratitude. Now, this is really key. People need to feel your gratitude. One of the things that I do, especially if it's a new group of people, is always say thank you. Is just always tell them thank you for being here today. People have given up their time. Um, again, I'm thinking about the trainings I do, and I recognize that when you're working with these people, sometimes senior vice presidents, that kind of stuff, they've given up you know, two to three to four. Sometimes if it's a, a full day of training, they've given up a full day to spend time with you. You, you got to express gratitude over and over and over. Tell them how thankful you are. But you see, I, I don't have to fake it because I really do mean it. And, and the same thing has to be for you. Um, anytime you have a meeting, right? And you're leading your team. As soon as they walk in, hey, everybody, thanks so much for being here today. I know how how busy you all are. I know all the emails you have to do and all the things. Thanks so much for being here today, right? Before you end the meeting, hey, everyone, thanks so much for giving of your time today. Just gratitude, gratitude, express your gratitude, you know, for, will some people walk all over you because you express gratitude? Well, maybe, but, you know, that's going to happen, but you don't want to not express gratitude. Make sure people know. So here's what I want you to do. I just want you to go through and just list off what people need to know. And I just listed them all for you. Just, just make a list what people need to know. And you can find it in a book. So if you got the book, you can just copy it right out of the book. And then I want you to tell me which one of those, everything we just talked about, which one resonates most with you in terms of something that maybe you need to get a little bit better at, something you, you need to grow in, or maybe it's one of these that you do extremely well. You can share that as well. Hey, everybody. Thank you. For watching these videos. I hope that these, uh, these podcasts have added value to you, to your leadership. And uh, um, I look forward to seeing you maybe again in the program. Uh, if not, come on, join us in the master's programs. I'll see you in, in one of those. We'd love to see you again through our master's programs. But again, we're just grateful that you chose us here at Point Loma. I'm grateful that you've been in this class. Let's make sure we end strong. We finish strong. That's going to be really important. Thanks for everything, everybody. Have a great week. Reach out if you need me. Take care.